What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Wade Zanchetta, Connor O'Neill. We are very excited to be back. It has been too long. So long. Goodness. A month? month? You were saying a month before we started recording? Just about a month, yeah. Oh, my goodness. How have you been? Obviously, uh, we've been talking like throughout this month. We haven't just taken like a hiatus from each other. We are we are friends despite this podcast. <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've been great. I mean, uh, you started your new job. So here's how it went after the draft for everyone that everyone that is wondering where we have been. So we didn't just go to sleep. We promise. The draft finished. Connor kept slaving away at TSN. I went to Florida for a week. I got back from Florida. Connor started a new job. So he was busy getting everything onboarded. Then Connor goes on his vacation. And then I start my master's degree. And here we are now, right before season kickoff. We took a little tiny break. We missed the East-West Bowl because we were both away. Uh, So we are going to touch on that a bit today as well. Uh, It was quite the game. I mean, if you like good defense, it was quite the game. Um, There were some comments that I will will bite my tongue on for now. Uh, But no, we were very excited about that we could talk about, though. Yeah, and there's other guys that I was like, <laughs> what is going on here? Like, I, I think I counted like 10 drops on the East receivers. Yeah. And not all of them I, are perfect I mean, like that, that guy comes with like, no, no, no. But that no, just comes with like the East-West Bowl. But I mean, you're right. I oh, mean, the first time in, in a while. But like, the last time we had 2019, guys were throwing dots left, right, and center. You're and right. And guys were making unreal catches. Don't forget about Noah Hallett hovering over the sideline for an INT. Like, yeah. offensive and defensive in 19, we had a ton of good catches. Uh, the Manitoba year, Bison's wide receiver in the back of the end zone. That was a nice one on the fade ball. Machu, yeah. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bakker. Maybe we got spoiled that year, but I don't know. This year, it was just tough, man. Like, there's so many nice plays, plays that were open, and the receiver would just drop it. Or you get a drive going all of a sudden, big drop or big sack or big, big play. And like both sides had their ups and downs, but uh, there's lots of progress to be had and lots of guys that show that they are worthy of being in that conversation for next year as we move forward. Yeah. And I mean, we'll circle back to, uh, to the East West a little bit, or do you want to just keep on it now? I guess we can go with it now. Yeah. Lots of guys on the defensive side of the ball, though, to be excited for as well. I mean, our guy Tanner DeYoung was one of the one of the quarterbacks in there. He had himself a good day. Uh, James Keenan, I thought, showed off his athleticism a little bit in that one too. Like he looked he looked pretty mobile. But I mean, in terms of like throwing motion, zip on the ball, biases aside here, and like biases way aside here, Ottawa Ottawa Gigi's background here. Uh, Tanner was throwing some nice balls, man, like drops aside, whatever aside. Like, I I think when you put that film on, like, you know, the placements there, you can see the zip on the ball. So it's just nice to see him kind of back from that ankle injury that kind of took that season away. Well, that's the thing I was thinking too. And I was watching this was I had to remind myself like, okay, this is a Tanner who is playing his first action since he broke his ankle. I know he's been practicing. I know all that working out with the rest First game reps since he broke his ankle. Same with, uh, oh, I think there was a, a DB on the West roster. that I was like, I'm pretty sure this guy's coming back from a big injury. This is his first game back, but these guys are looking fantastic. So uh, 
with that being said, like who stood out to you at the East West Bowl? And just to stay on quarterbacks a little bit here before uh, we get into some defensive guys, because there were a lot of guys to like on the defensive side of the ball here. Josh Donnelly, the Regina quarterback, you texted me and said that you really liked him. So I'll, I'll let give you a second to go off on him. Uh, Chris Footwork, A athlete, A arm. Sees, sees the field well. Uh, he, I mean, he was bold enough to go head first <laughs> towards the pylon. I don't know if some people say bold enough in a, in a showcase game, but you want to see that competitive edge as well. So I thought Josh Donnelly did very well for the West squad. I mean, out of the four quarterbacks, I mean, we had a treat with all four, right? Like Duick's a high volume passer at McMaster. Yeah. Donnelly's this kind of wild card young guy. Tanner's the one that has the cannon arm and James Keenan is the A athlete, right? So they all brought something different, but I found Donnelly kind of meshed it all well together. Or a little bit of that Sawyer Bittner toughness rubbing off on him, eh? I mean, they did share that quarterback room, so it wouldn't surprise me. Um, but no, uh, there's a bunch of guys off the West roster that I was I was really excited to see, and then a couple off the East. I mean, Clark Barnes, we get spoiled by him every oh year. Oh, my goodness, man. It's like, just get the ball in his hands. Yeah. I don't care how. I don't care when. Just just get it in his hands, and it'll happen. I think he caught, like, like a, a sit-down slant and ended up crossing the field with it and trying like taking it for an extra 15 yards. Like Man, who has we, that athleticism just outrun everyone to one sideline and then turn it up the field. Right. Like, yeah, you're right. We get spoiled with him in, in the OUA and, you know, for listeners of the OUA show, when we were doing it, we talked about him a lot on that OUA show and we brought him up a, a decent amount, like on all Canadian as well here, but like, man, it was just so nice to see Clark Barnes kind of have a day like that. And, you know, we as as kind of like OUA fans, we know about him, OUA fans know about him. But then to go and do, do that kind of on the national level a little bit and let everybody else know that I'm a dog. I'm a dog out there in Guelph. And, like, I can run. Yes, I did dog, split man, reps like, with Keandre Smith and All-Star yeah. Keegan Dick. <laughs> right? Like, but I still get my touches and make people pay for it. Like, I want Clark Barnes to just take over this year with Guelph, right? Like, Maybe He's got an opportunity to, a great opportunity to. If Sean Lawl is back, I don't know if he is, but if he's back and healthy and gets that full go-ahead start from the coaching staff, yeah, him and Clark Burns could be something special. Well, and they have that rapport, right? Like, and Sean Lawl's a big guy. He gets the ball over the top. Clark Barnes, again, like when Sean Lawl was in, we saw what he did with Keandre Smith and even hit Clark Barnes a few times. So, yeah, if Sean Lawl is a starter, I think it'd be a great connection because they already kind of have that continuity, that rapport. Like, they're in the huddle together and stuff. So, yeah, I think it would just carry over and, and benefit Barnes and Lala alike. But dogs, defensive side of the ball. All right. Dogs. Dogs. We're going to O-line dogs. <laughs> We're going to O-line you here, uh, the University of Alberta. But we're talking about the defensive side of the ball. This is exciting for me, okay? I There's two guys that really stood out that I was like, oh, oh, damn, this defense is nice. Uh, yeah. I have two things. Tyshawn Blackburn, uh, he plays half for Alberta. Stay at half. Be a freak on specials. Stay at oh, half. Dude. You, will, you will make your money. Oh, the other one is Jake Jay Taylor. Blackburn. Yes. The other one is Jake Taylor. He's playing corner right now, but he, I'm pretty sure he was one of the best testers across the board for all of the players on the West roster. Move him to safety. Just l- put him back at safety. Let him play where Jaden Dalkey was and let him fly around this year. He will make all of the plays for you because he's fast enough to range from numbers to numbers. He's going to come down. He's strong enough and physical enough to play in the run. I think even if he doesn't move to safety, that's where he'll end up playing in the CFL. So to me, it's yeah. like, go with it now. Let it rock. Let him learn. 
at your program. So he has the tape for CFL scouts to say, I can play safety too. Uh, those are my two guys from the West roster. Yeah. And just to add to your point about that, like, I know I texted you and this isn't just like a, a point about Smew. It's kind of like, not that I'm a coach, not that I like whatever, but like, it was just kind of more my opinion than anything else. But like, I think for those coverage guys, the tweener guys that can kind of play everywhere on the back end of your defense, stick them at safety right away. You already know they're your best cover guy on defense. You need that over the top speed and over the top, over the top coverage ability at the U sports level make him a safety right away. Let him get those reps because odds on are look at the safeties across the board in the Canadian football league. It's a, it's a Canadian position. Essentially there's tons of U sports talent at safety right now. So I, I don't know. I think it would start benefiting young Canadian safeties um, to get them in there as early as possible, especially if they have the range, the footwork, the hips and the ability to go sideline to sideline. So, well, I mean, look at Ottawa, Pruno, Alonzo Adai, Ty Cranston. They've got one spot, but they've got three great safeties sitting there. So I think they've moved Antoine Pruneau down to Sam, and they're going to let Cranston and Alonzo Adai run at the top. Speaking of Alonzo Adai. Did you see that hit? Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh dude. That was uh, that was something special to watch uh, for all of our viewers or our listeners that did not get a chance to see it. I don't know where it is on social media. We will try to find it and tweet it out to you, but it was a monstrous hit. Uh, Not the only one, by the way, we're getting on a huge tangent here from top CFL draft picks in that game. Did you see Tyrell Richards commit a murder on the field? The sack force fumble. Oh my God. He had a free run. who Who picked it up? Who picked it up? Let's talk about who picked up that Zach Force. Oh, yeah. Too. Brock, Brock Gowanlock. Here we go. Uh, this is like 2019 East West Bowl. Uh, I watched that game and I was like, oh, those Manitoba D linemen are impressive. I talked to Joe Capiello, who was the uh, defensive line coach for that week. And he's also the D line coach at U of T. And I was like, Coach Caps, like, like that Manitoba D lineman. He's like, oh, yeah, he's a freak. He's talking about Brock Gowanlock. Sure enough drafted waits a year preseason and he had a day he had a big day against the ottawa red blacks uh certainly secured himself a roster spot yeah that was, that was super nice to see love when you see those u sports guys kind of get in there mix it up make some plays for themselves much like another guy did and uh what a what a journey for that guy too a eh? regina ram okanagan sun saskatchewan husky Winnipeg Blue Bomber and now Saskatchewan Rough Rider number 96, Nicholas Daly, who was kind enough to speak to us as well before his draft year too. So um, just awesome to see that journey from him and uh, made, made a couple of big plays in that BC game. Yeah, he did it. I'm, I'm happy to see all these guys uh, get their chance to shine in the CFL, whether it is preseason or regular season, postseason. You're getting that chance to show on the biggest stage that you are there to compete and you can compete at that level. And I mean, it was a great weekend for Canadian talent across the board. I mean, the, the Phil Potts, I mean, only, oh. the Phil Potts, only Tyson got to play uh, this year. So, so close. Only to Tyson got to play in the preseason game, but uh, Jalen is on the roster as well for the stamp. So hopefully we can see that this weekend. Trevor Maybe. Harris. Trevor oh. Harris nearly connected with him, man. See, to me, 
that's what someone said to me like oh he should have that and I was like I don't think he was expecting the ball because he came out of his break like half speed and then kind of like the oh 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 it's coming here we go I don't I'm not saying that he should have had the ball no 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 yeah absolutely like I'm not saying he should have had the ball on that one at all I'm just like it was uh, it was just so close it was there right like it was it was a chance to make a play and he almost did uh, but no, it, it's, again, it's awesome to see those, you know, those high draft picks mixing it up. Trey Ford, 87 rush yards, uh, through his two, his two appearances okay. as well. So before we, before we talk about the Canadians, we got to wrap up East West Bowl. Cause I got two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Circle back to East West, man. Jeez. Uh, market, Sean Losher, Smew linebacker. Phenomenal. I yes. loved watching him play through and through, uh, and then I think it was Josh White, Regina linebacker. He was also all over the field. The one that I will say I'm intrigued for, specifically because of where he plays at school, is Ethan Martin. from. Yes. Oh, I wanted to get to him so bad, man. He screams CFL will to me when you watch him play. Mind you, he's the guy that put four of his own school's helmet decals on his helmet at the East West Bowl. So I will question him on this. Yeah. Usually, for, <laughs> for our American audience or for those that don't follow the East West Bowl, usually you go and you can swap helmet decals with people from different schools. So you can have, for instance, my friend, uh, one of my roommates competed in it when we were at University of Toronto. He gave up his two teen Leafs. He got uh, a Concordia Stingers uh, sticker from... Maurice Simba, I think, was the guy that gave it to him. Uh, he had like a Regina Rams, uh, like the R. Oh no, I, like he had. You get them, uh, Saint FX, X Bishops, Calgary. You get them from all across the country. But the idea is, you give up your own to other yeah. people, and you collect others from different teammates. So it's and not you you get like sheets helmet. to bring with you to trade. Like they give yeah. you like a sheet or two of like your own team stickers. So you can walk around and trade with guys like all weekend long. It's kind of like a, a tradition, a thing that you do there. I don't know, and dude. Maybe you just had like it's leftover stickers. Like, it's not just my school that I'm representing. It's this newfound yeah. team of guys from all across the country that we've come together and we've shared our helmet stickers. It's a camaraderie yeah. thing. I have never seen someone. It's not that like I've seen people keep their own stickers because Josh Donnelly had the new Riddell Axiom, which looks phenomenal. Oh, it looks so good. He didn't oh want to ruin his helmet stickers with all of the Riddell. That's fine. You just bought the new top of the line helmet. I don't expect you to go and mark it all up with different people's stickers and everything. But I've never seen someone gather stickers and then also throw their own on. So I will question him on that one. But Ethan Martin on a pure playing level, CFL Incredible talent. Oh CFL my God, will. dude. I he's want a, he's to an see absolute body. where coach Beckmanis puts him this fall with their defense. Um, yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure he played half for them. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, he played everywhere. He bumped inside. He played high. I think he like mostly took, he took most of his reps at half, but he bumped inside a lot. Um, man, he's a hammer. He can come off the edge pretty hard. He's, he's smart in coverage too. So uh, I'd like really to see a little see bit more fluidity progress with that defense yeah. and, where they slot him because he was playing a bit inside at some points, I think during the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just I'm, like, I'm I don't know if you noticed too, like watching the East West bowl back, like, I don't know, maybe just, a, I want to see him get a little bit smoother kind of in, in some of his back pedals and some of his breaks, but like overall he's smart. He's instinctual, like knows how to get there, but 
fluidity, I think is, is something I'd like to see. Yeah, me too. Uh, but that, that can come with time, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So on something that note, like that, as he is a prospect, it will get worked on, but yes. On that note, something that is coming with time is the number of people in my kid Canada fan club that I have created. Um, this is the Nathan Rourke fan club that I have, uh, I have gra- happily started, I guess we'll say. Connor and I have came up with the nickname Kid Canada for him uh, as he is a kid by roster ages as far as CFL players go. I think he's about my age or your age. So he's, he's not, 24. Okay, so he is, he's my age or a year younger than me. But in terms of like, the age ranges you see on a CFL roster, he is still a kid. So Kid Canada fits for now. Pretend potentially could go to Captain Canada. I don't know. We'll, we'll come up with it when we have to cross <laughs> that bridge. But he came out and uh, you know he did not have a very big depth of target towards the start of the game. But as the offense started to progress and get more comfortable on the field, you started to see him start pushing the ball a bit more. Uh, and then towards the end of his night, all of a sudden he just dropped one down the sideline on the field side. And I'm like, oh, nice. We've been waiting for this all night. And then he comes out the next play and just whips one to the corner for Brian Burnham. And I'm like, okay, that's two for two on big time throws that results in the score for your club. Wow. Yeah. This is what we are going to get this year, I think. The, the throw to Burnham was nice. Like that was a nice throw, but I mean – uh, the throw up the sideline, phew, incredible. And it was kind of like a nice little welcome back for Dominic Grimes as well. But man, yeah, and from what I've been seeing from BC camp, it looks like Dominic Grimes had a big training camp, especially with Rourke at the helm. So to have those two plus Lucky Whitehead, who we didn't haven't even mentioned yet, uh, this is going to be a scary offense for the West to deal with. And I'm all behind Nathan Rourke, Kid Canada leading the way <laughs> man he's gonna be he's gonna be a lot of fun to watch a lot of fun can't wait it's gonna be it's gonna be a very exciting season too man like ah can't wait to get there <laughs> but uh when we talk about i mean nathan Rourke doesn't fall into this category but he's a young canadian player that we are seeing in the cfl take that next step who are some of these U sports or ncaa just the young players national players that are taking that step in your eyes this year um you sports guys that i'm excited for i mean this one i think is more like long term than anything else but i think or maybe more of an honorable mention but i think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention them keep brugling man oh he had a hell of a camp or sorry man he, he had a hell of a two preseason games gets practice squatted Carlton gets to go back to Carlton. So I'm sure uh, uh, coach Grant is jumping out of his chair right now. Uh, but dude, he looked very good. Um, I'm excited to watch him in U sports with Tanner again this season, a uh, bit of a cough out there, but like, no, like long-term outlook for Keaton Brugling as a pro. Very excited. Well, here's the thing with him. So he got added to the practice roster. So the thinking is on my end, I don't know what Sean Burke is thinking. If, uh, if he gets to make the roster during the year, whether that's because of injury or how he's playing, then he makes the roster. That's great. They have an extra player from this year's draft that's contributing. 
if he doesn't make the roster by say mid-August, it's okay, Keaton. You can go back to university and play with Tanner DeYoung for another year. You're across the street from us, so we can still keep an eye on you and we'll call you up next year again. How perfect would that be? He gets a full half season of CFL work, a full training camp, and then he gets to go back to U Sports, play another full season to help refine and sharpen his skills. And then he comes back next year and gets to dominate like we saw him do with the ball in his hands. Like they literally just threw him flat routes and they would get first down every time. Just boom, boom, boom. Yak yards, yak yards, yak yards. And that's so promising for a young player to come in and be able to do that. Said he loved his yak yards, man. He told us. Love getting the love getting the checkdowns because I know I'm gonna get some yak. Oh, what a quote. And then he just comes out and backs it up with his backs it up, man. I think he had like 28 yak yards in his first game, something like that. Yeah, he was great. Um, no, I, I'm with you on Keaton. Uh, I'm going. This one's tough. I want to. I'm going to say Trey Ford just to get this out here because now they have the two QB rules. We know Chris Jones is going to mess with this. We know Trey Ford's athletic ability. They may, they did not put him on the practice roster. They didn't cut him, so he's on the active roster. He can be game by game decision. I think they're going to use him in a ton of packages because he's the most athletic quarterback they have. I mean, he would be in any roster, um, probably like 90% of the rosters in North America, he'd be the most athletic quarterback. So with that being said, they're going to use him somehow in this two quarterback set. I just need to see it in person. Uh, But the guy that I'm really excited to get to see, and I don't know if it's like, because I, yeah, it's Keen Schaefer Baker. I'm going with it. <laughs> I, I know, I know, guy. I know the receiver talent is there in Saskatchewan. I know that the connections there with Shaq Evans and Cody Fajardo. But Keen Schaefer Baker is a different beast, right? And now they have the hashes moved in. It doesn't matter where they put him on the field. They're going to find the ball, get it in his hands. He just makes plays. Like you can get the ball in his hands on the screen. You can get him downfield. You can get him intermediate he will find the ball and he'll find a made a way to make the play. And it's so special to get to see him grow with this much talent. Yeah. Now they've lost Braden Linnaeus to Atlanta. Uh, there's a void at the receiving core. And I know that he's not the body type that Braden Linnaeus is to fill in that inside receiver, but he can still run routes out of that spot. He can still motion him in and around and get him into different passing schemes from there. So uh, interesting to see how they use him, but I'm expecting him to have a monster year this year. Yeah, still, still to this day, uh, one of the one of the grossest plays I've ever seen this guy make. Coming over the middle in Ottawa on the side of the 417, goes up one hand, sticks the ball, comes down, gets a couple extra yards. Right then and there, everybody was just kind of like, "Okay, kids a stud, got right. dude." All right. <laughs> All right, and on that note, that's it for Connor and I today. If you guys want to check out where we have our uh, CFL Fantasy League, go over to cfl.ca, search Canadian Football Perspective. If you want to get your gambling lines, you can absolutely do that at Cool Bet Canada. Connor and I are going to be still bringing you, not Connor's covers, but Wade's wagers 
that's all going to be coming from Cool Bet Canada. So if you want to bet with me as the season rolls on, I'm going to be getting all of my lines, player props, everything I can from Cool Bet Canada. Uh, they are the best sports book out of Canada right now. Uh, so go ahead, check them out. And if you are coaching with the OSFL or high school or locally or any other summer league, maybe you're with your provincial teams, head over to fox40shop.com and enter the code CFP15 to get 15% off the worldwide leader in whistle tech. Coaching boards, merch, whistles, anything you can imagine to get you set up for the sidelines, Fox 40 has. So that's CFP15 for 15% off all your whistle needs. As always, I'm with at Wade Zank, at Connor R. O'Neill, at CF Perspective. We're back on our regular scheduled programming after our month away. So good to be back. Can't wait to go through the season.